are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. docu-series let's hit this shit ladies and gentlemen rick flair has joined the chat (laughs) cream of the crop oh yeah macho man randy savage energy there yes warrior coming out to play here energy that's the that's the proper energy i think to have for the movie we're about to to watch i don't even know what we're doing what are we doing i don't even know what we're doing i don't know what this is I don't either. <laughs> oh, you guys are in for such a treat. Uh, before we get to the movie, though, I, I got to agree with Courtney. How many updates does Skype need in a month? So many. Too many. So many. All of them. I love, though, this, I, I love, though, this one that I just got now. It just updated and said, hey, we're forcing you to use Bing on this. I'm just like, I don't want to make AI art while I'm on Skype. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I had no idea that Bing still existed until the Skype update. (laughs) Yeah, Bing Bing actually, it it decided to reinvent itself, and now it's an AI engine. Yeah, it decided. That that is the proper terminology. It decided it It wanted to be AI. Okay. That goddamn IBM jeopardy software that's in there it's just like yo hey ai's doing good let me let me fuck with that shit Rose giving us boomer talk now god damn <laughs> welcome to uncle corner that's right <laughs> god damn with the technology and and and, and the exorcist and Bing won't let you drink from the cloud and pronouns that's right Bing, Bing ain't gonna let you drink from the garden hose the way I would when I was a kid. Back in my day, we kept the lights on, and that's how we knew it was dinner time or whatever the fuck people used to say. <laughs> we brought our box till we saw a dead body. We would eat that dead body, and then we'd go home for taters. <laughs> Actually, on a on a note about porch lights, uh, we just had Halloween, My and this is important. Weekend song. It was what? our high holy day, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, after however many decades, the porch light rule has been forgotten. At least in my what? neighborhood. What? What? Yes. And you mean to tell me people violated the porch light rule? We are not the only ones. You can't violate the porch light rule. 
many people in our neighborhood, we would go up, we'd see porch light, so we'd ring the bell, and no one would answer. That's a and cardinal sin. Thank you. Multiple other families we were walking around with, because our fa- our, our neighborhood does Halloween. I sent y'all some videos. You know that we yeah. do things. They do it up. Yeah, and we would just, we'd send our kids up in a little group. And they're strangers, but they're five, so who cares? They're probably best friends now. And they're hopping up, and we're having a weird little awkward adult conversation. And then nobody answers, and we're like, wait. But the porch light is on. How dare they? We've been doing this since the 50s. Yeah, that means you can egg the house. Yeah. That's the rule. That is totally, yeah, you know what? They, 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 they... They didn't want to give a treat, so you have permission to give them a trick. It's, it's the barber. You are absolutely right. I should have brought some Barbasol <laughs> to put under the little handles of their car or some such. Yeah, it's the barn rules. <clears throat> there are Halloween rules that are sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. There's only like three of them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not hard. I know it was a Tuesday, but still. You have to wear your costume so you can scare off the, the monsters. Yes. Yeah, you gotta if you're if you're if your porch lights on, you're home and ready to give candy out. Mm-hmm. Do not blow out the light in your pumpkin until after midnight. Yes. Yep. Do not hide your. Do these people not watch Trick or Treat? <laughs> I don't think they've seen anything good. <laughs> we need to send Sam on them. That's what it is. I mean, yeah. if there's ever a time that Sam needs to descend upon a house and fuck with it, it's it's now. Yeah, I, I want Sam rules. I want the barn rules. I want all of them. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Do I have to come to Texas? And <laughs> Gordon, one of them? And Gordon Ramsay their Halloween? Because I will. We should. One of them, I swear, is the same lady who... Anytime someone complains about kids doing ding dong ditch or someone left their bike in my yard or whatever silly little thing that kids do, there's one lady who's always like, did you call the cops on them? <laughs> I know one of them was that. No, same Nark. Lady. How old is I this I know lady? you, Deb. I Deb. don't know. I only know her from the neighborhood page and her name is oh, Deb. Oh, no. The neighborhood. So you got to get on if you're on that neighborhood page with her, you got to get on there and make sure oh, we the troll her a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because she sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when I say she asks people to call the cops on anything, what I mean is a kid has a dirt bike and sometimes he drives that dirt bike in the street. He's like 14. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He's never been put in harm's way that I've seen, other than just you know the general dangers dirt, of being dirt on biking. a dirt bike. Yes, exactly. <laughs> other than just you know the most gnarly road rash you've ever seen in your life. But he's not like whipping around traffic or anything like that. He's not really going that fast either. I mean, it's a dirt bike. How fast can he go? But she's like, you should call the non-emergency line. Oh my god. She's the freaking what's-her-face from Bewitched. It sucks. Good lord. Yeah. Shout out to HOAs. (laughs) Heyo. Okay, so the last episode, it was my turn to rant about The Exorcist. So this this episode, it's an HOA rant. I'm going going back to die in my clothes. I'm interrupting minutes. 
40 <laughs> uninterrupted minutes of HOA nonsense. Let's go. I am going back to, to dyeing my clothes black and listening to Our Lady Peace if this is what we're going to do tonight. <laughs> Courtney, that's why I was late, by the way. I got into a, I, I I didn't realize the time the time sink it would be to dye a bunch of clothes black and listen to Our Lady Peace on vinyl. So I was li- living my best 2002 life um, I, for an hour. I'm yeah. obsessed. Yeah, I, that was great. I spent my entire time, uh, my spouse is opening his musical tonight. It started 11 minutes ago, and I'm sure it was great. Um, but, and I definitely want to talk about this musical because y'all are going to love this musical. But my child fell asleep at 6.30. Oh, God. <laughs> she's in bed. Uh-oh, oh, hang tight. Speaking of, she's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we have a kid on the show. <laughs> like I told her, she was worried about her kid being on the show. I'm like, we had at least two episodes, if not three, of Nibbler and Heat. So we'll oh, be fine. No. Yeah, yeah, we have a cat and heat episode. So yeah, why we not have multiple having... episodes of cats and heat. So you know, we could we could we can have an episode with the woman or the girl who invented the big titty witch. So yeah. she, she's <laughs> frankly she wants to come leg- in <laughs> legendary on this show for that invention. <laughs> she woke up and she missed me because she's perfect. The uh, art that she creates uh-huh. is perfect. So. But she fell asleep like 45 minutes ago, and I was just stuffing my face with pizza rolls and watching Till Murder Do Us Part. Nice. Uh, which is a new Netflix docuseries, which is fine. Um, <laughs> just fine. Just, okay. Okay. Fine. It's Honestly, all right. eight episodes long. I don't know that we need eight episodes of this. I don't think we need that much. Just uh, watch Shorzy. It's so good. should be watching Shorzy. so good. How does. How does Jared Kesso do what he does? I don't understand it, but the man is the man deserves everything. Just I don't. It's so good. The fact that he's not already been cast as new Wolverine is. I know. I know. Come on. I know he's tall. I don't care. Who cares if he's tall? Hugh Jackman was tall. Yes. I don't care at all. No. Make him make him. He's Canadian. He looks like Logan. His face is just Wolverine's face. Yeah, he's just he is the embodiment of Wolverine's face. When you see Wolverine, you think Hugh Jackman. That's not what Wolverine looks like. Wolverine looks like Jared Kesso. That's who Wolverine looks like. Yes, he's just keeps it clean or shaven. That's it. Give him a cigar and make him grow out his beard for three days. He'll be fine. It won't even take him three days. I think he could do it in an afternoon. Yeah. He shaves four times a day. Yeah, he's he's beautiful, by the way. Yes, it, he uh, is. Yeah. All right. Everybody in that show is beautiful. Yeah, everyone in that whole show can get it. Yeah. I do love the one thing. They have the one guy on that show. I know this is a, a Roy show about a movie we're doing, but not anymore, because <laughs> came in with big studio 54 energy, and I'm going to go with it. Um, the, the one guy on the show is a newfie, and... I watch everything uh, with subtitles, everything. You would have to, especially for Canadian TV, but 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 also everything. Yeah, the beauty of that character and the subtitles is they abbreviate the subtitles in Newfie. 
So he's saying it in Newpy, and then they are doing the subtitles in Newpy. I'm like, this is brilliant. God damn. That's so good. It's so good. Hey, Roy, are I, we doing a movie, or do you just want to talk about uh, Canadian <laughs> two musicals I want to talk about now? We got We Will Rock You and Come From Away, because you talked about Newfoundland. So. <laughs> hey, they're making Lamb into a musical. All the A24 movies are getting made into a musical. <laughs> I can't wait to watch every musical everywhere all at once. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I want Hereditary the musical. Oh, no! Yeah, I do. I can't wait to see what they do with that. Midsummer couldn't be a musical. It has to be a pageant because you have to have real animals in it. And the difference between a musical and a pageant with, is real animals. Yeah, don't basically work with kids it. or animals. Or hot take. Classic British panto. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Jesus, pantomime? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Fool. Somebody's a dame, and they're the one in charge of the cult now because shut up, this is British panto now, and the dame has to be in charge. Because everybody knows. Because uh, Bowie energy in the house on the show tonight, so Courtney gets to do whatever she wants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By the way, speaking of true crime stuff, um, I do have one that I recommend with limitations that's on Hulu right now called right. Mo- Monster Inside. Ooh, I just watched that. Um, being now, now that I'm a professional haunter, I despise the existence of Russ McCamey. Um, and when I heard that they were making a movie about it, I was like, oh shit, they're going to glamorize this. I, they sure I, didn't. I, uh, yeah. I was like, okay, you didn't glamorize this. I hope people walk away from this, not wanting to feed into this guy's ego. The thing that gets me though, is, is, is like, I, I watched this. And then shortly after that came along a movie on Amazon called Bundy Manor, which I haven't watched yet, which is kind of in the same vein as what McKamey Manor is. Only the difference is, is that, you know, it's an extreme haunt that you walk away from where with McKamey Manor, this douchebag Russ McKamey is just like. If you make it, I'll give you all this money. <laughs> Except you never make it, quote yeah, unquote. There's, there's no fucking money. This is such a hoax. He doesn't have money. He lives in a trailer. Yeah, it's such a fucking hoax. Um, what, 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 what's the payment? Just give me some cans of dog food and that will be your payment. He doesn't have any money. And he just uses this as an excuse to enact all the violence he can on people because I'm guessing this is his way of dealing with PTSD since he was in the military. I don't fucking know. Um, but I don't know what his deal was, but like I'm pretty tough as far as that stuff, but that footage in it, cause it, it has a lot of footage of his films. Cause oh, he, yeah, cause he'll, he he'll put everything online all over online. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it made me not feel great. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty it. tough that way, but oof. yeah, I just I like couldn't, it, I it, couldn't do one of those. And I it, mean, it, regardless of yeah. who put it up, you know, like mm, not for me. Yeah, on a on a polar opposite end, if you guys if you have if you have Hulu and if you haven't seen it yet, you need to get Slother House into your world. Do I really? Do yes, I really? you do. Yes, you do. You need to get Slother House into your world. It is so 
fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's it, 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 we're talking Zombievers level of ridiculousness. No. Okay. Um, it was so damn hilarious. I it's not a great movie at all. It is not a good movie, but. <laughs> That's part of the fun of it is that sure. it, know, it knows it's not a good movie. Uh, so, um, I mean, all right. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, you know I, what I, I watch, so yeah, I'm down I, for it. I loved Slaughterhouse. That was just so hilarious. I'm just laughing the whole time. It looks so silly. I've only seen a couple of screen grabs. You're going to go write your numbers? Okay. I love you, baby. <laughs> Shit, I forgot I got to write numbers, too. Damn it. <laughs> write your numbers, too. Damn then, it. I knew I was forgetting to do something today. And then, of course, if you want to like traumatize yourself and make you question your existence and have to take a Silkwood shower after watching the movie, go watch Infinity Pool. Oh, God. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I've already... I don't need that again. Hey, I life. accidentally watched like 20 minutes of that because I fell asleep and Hulu was like, you know what you should watch after that episode of The Hill? Infinity Pool for no reason. <laughs> God, it kind of did the same thing for up. me about with with Possessor, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, no, I'm not okay. Not okay. I'm not okay with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs> I I I after I got out of I went to go see that in the theater, and after I was done, I mean, I love Mia Goth, but yeah, when I when I got out of that movie, I was just like, I really need an adult. This is. I someone just needs to come and hold me. I don't yeah. feel good right now. Yeah, the Cronenberg movies should have professional holders <laughs> outside yes. of the movie theaters that can just hold and you. And this is his son. His son is, I think, yeah, yeah. Brandon up than him. David. David's bad enough. Brandon's like, oh yeah, watch me go. Yeah, are you proud oh. of me now, Dad? How's about I wear your face as my face? Are you proud of me now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, you make a movie about rabies? Well, here, I'm going to make a movie about people who are going to pay for celebrities with, like, life-damaging diseases. Yeah. So hey, I can inject you it into scanners? my body. You made scanners? Here's a here's Titan. Here's a movie about cars. <laughs> are you happy now, Dad? Are you happy? Will you buy me the bike now? Um, I also want to say, uh, going to another streaming service, I am absolutely happy that Dragula is back. Yeah, yep, 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 uh, yep. So happy. And I'm also happy that just in time for the holiday season, Shudder has dropped Anna and the Apocalypse. Yep. And if you've not Which, seen that, you got to see it. Courtney, have, have you seen Anna? I've got to steal a Shudder account from someone. You, you, I mean, your family. So, But have you have you seen Anna and the Apocalypse? I have not, oh, and I'm shit. very little Dracula, but I loved what I've seen. So, Anna, Anna Apocalypse is a musical. So fun, yes. That so is a, a zombie Christmas musical. Yes. And it sold. is good. I was good. sold whenever you said it was a musical. I'm done. I don't need anything else. <laughs> it is good. It is so damn fun. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my god. Yeah, if you've not seen it, you need to see it. You'd like to, You'd like Shudder. You'd like a Shutter subscription. I'll tell you I that. feel like it would be pretty well for me. I'm not like, I'm like a medium horror. I'm not like a major, major horror. So I don't feel comfortable paying for it, obviously, or anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's but, got the ele- you, you got the elevator game on there. You got. I mean, there's so uh, much that's not hardcore. Like, there's very little hardcore. I wouldn't have it if it was you know, like blood and guts, hardcore everywhere. 
there is a lot of just really fun stuff on there. Mm-hmm. 80s stuff, 70s stuff, a lot of like scare yeah, package. Oh, scare package. Um, what's the other one? Scare package. Um, Deadstream. Deadstream. Um, uh, Deadstream. I still need to see Deadstream. Y'all have told me it's great. Lake it's Mungo. Best. Lake Mungo it's- is on there. Um, then you've got. Um, and then you've got uh, things like All Hallows Eve, which will fuck with your mind. Oh. Yeah. I can't do the Terrifier Clown guy. I can't do it, guys. I'm telling you right now, I can't do the Terrifier I think thing. that's about where I draw the line myself. He is weird. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's it, it falls into that gross for gross sake for me. Like, gore for sure. the sake of gore. And I just, that's not my bag. Yeah, that's like, it. that's not my bag. And then I have been dropped. really, really tempted, by the way, to watch the full ass movie dumplings. This is what you I hate you both. It keeps coming up on Tubi and I'm like, keep suggesting it after whatever I watch. And I'm like, I could just watch it. I could just watch it. Like, I wonder how long me. the uh, Irish Spring Goodbye goes on in an hour and a half long version. <laughs> the Irish of Spring Goodbye is so funny. <laughs> what are we doing? We are are talking on the phone. Are we just like not? Are we not just like have a nice time? We are watching a movie that has been declared the most dangerous movie ever made, and rightfully so. MacGruber? Uh, No. (laughs) So I gotta give. So we're doing the 1981 (coughs) film Roar. What I love. What I love is is that on Wikipedia. They label Roar as a 1981 American adventure comedy. Is the humor in all of the harms? Yeah, the humor's like, um, like humor America, is... America, this is you. That's what the humor is. Bob Saget, come <laughs> all R.I.P. Bob. Yeah. Uh, so this movie, I, it it did not get an American release, but it's an American two, movie. Uh, yeah, until 2015. The film was released overseas in the 80s, but yeah, we didn't see it until 2015. The backstory of this movie is it stars Tippi Hedren of uh, Bird's fame. She's used to getting attacked by animals, so great. As a matter of fact, if you pay close attention, there's a little nod to the birds in the movie. Um, It stars her real-life husband, uh, Noel Marshall, who also wrote and directed the film. And it stars her real-life children, uh, Melanie Griffith and the sons John and Jerry Marshall. What came about with this movie is it's about a naturist who lives on a nature preserve in Africa that has lions, tigers, and other big cats. He's trying Any to, bears? No bears. What the? He's trying to incorporate tigers into Africa, which Africans are not happy with because they're not native animals. In the meantime, I can't imagine the tigers are jized about it either. (laughs) Jized? That's a great word. Uh, When the family goes to visit him, they are instead confronted by these wild animals. Now, while Tippi Hedren was filming the movie Satan's Harvest in 1969 in Mozambique, her and her husband were there and they had this observation where they saw this pride of lions who were hiding in a vacated house because they were trying to avoid poachers. And that gave Noel Marshall an idea for a movie. 
where he wanted to center around a theme where these cats are in this house. So they began filming the movie in 1970. It took 11 years to complete this film. And here's the reason why it took 11 years to complete this film. They didn't just go out and adopt animals that were full grown. They instead created a animal preserve called Shambhala, where they brought in a, a bunch of baby cats and raised them all together by hand. So is Joe Exotic. Sure. Yeah. They, they Joe Exotic this shit. So they moved to Mozambique to do this. And then when the cats got to the age that was mature enough, they decided to make this movie and all hell broke loose. 70 people in the cast and the crew received serious injuries. Uh, Tippi Hedren uh, not only had her leg broken in a stunt, but there is also a scene where this giant elephant by the name of Tembo grabs her by the fucking ankle and like thrashes her around like a rag doll. She not only oh God, she not only fractured her ankle, but it got gangrene in it also. Oh no. Um, I, off the topic of the movie really quickly, because something just happened that I want to mention because it ha- has happened before on this show, and I think it's great. Courtney and I, if either one, it's we are so close to actual family that if either one of us slips up. We will immediately go after that person, and it is wonderful. I love yeah. it. I love you. <laughs> like, like she's like my sister. Like, she said a word, and I was just like, oh, no, dinner table? Let's go. Like, oh, I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> dinner table. <laughs> dinner table? Let's go. We're out. Let's do it. Let's go. Why don't you uh, say something else, stupid sis? It's great. <laughs> so, Melanie Griffith, we will see in the movie gets bitten in the face by one of these big cats. Oh it my re- god. It required her to have 50 sutures. Holy shit. That's a lot of stitches. Uh she feared that she would lose an eye but she recovered without being disfigured although it did require her at in teenage years to get facial reconstruction Holy surgery. Holy shit. I didn't know she was in the family. I've also had <laughs> facial reconstruction yeah. surgery. A lion but jumped I, on. Not because uh, of a bite in the face. <laughs> regular uh, thing. A car wreck. It was super regular. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't form a, uh, a an animal commune called Shambhala and then film a movie about it and get destroyed by animals. No, I did uh-huh. not decide to destroy myself via animals on film for the enjoyment of. Someone? <laughs> um, I wasn't even driving the car. <laughs> John, you'll see John Marshall get bit a lot in this movie. In fact, all the blood you see in the movie is real. None of it's from the animals. It's God. From, none of it's from the animals. It's all the actors. Uh, John Marshall got bit in the back of the head and had to get 56 sutures. However, soon to be filmmaker... Uh, of uh, who has you know emerged to being one of the best action filmmakers of all time, Jan de Bont was cinematographer on this film. This was one of his first projects. Um, he was scalped by a lion. God. 
<laughs> Good God. Which required. Do you have a total stitch count? Yeah, I want to. You're absolutely, Gordy. You read my mind. <laughs> I'm asking the real question. Well, he had to receive 220 sutures to reattach so his scalp. 330 something stitches, it sounds like so far. <laughs> Can we get a um, Cobra-style body count on this film? Like, yes. where it just tallies it at the bottom? Can you tell us at the end where they suddenly realized we should probably be tallying this? Um, the, uh, let's see here. What uh, what are some of the other injuries here? Uh, assistant director Doran Copper uh, got bit in the throat and the jaw. <laughs> my god and the lion tried to pull off one of his ears after copper unintentionally cued an attack uh he received multiple injuries to his scalp chest and thigh how many stitches roy uh it doesn't say it doesn't say how many stitches but he had to undergo four and a half hours of reconstructive surgery my god is that the name of the episode the name of the episode is oh my god God. with like six a's uh, although the attack was near fatal, uh, the nurse that helped him out told the reporters that his injuries were acute, but that he was conscious and in fair condition. Is it? Are we sure that she said the injuries were acute and that she was not, in fact, an Italian who thought he was attractive and said that he was <laughs> acute? But then, because that would make more sense. If that wasn't enough. There's um, more. Uh, if but that wait, there's enough. more. Yes. Pipes. Boy, the Billy Mays of horrible animal yeah, right? crime. Can Pipes we get a doctor and, like a like? Can we get a like a director's commentary, but just an ER doctor just <laughs> watching it? Yes, yeah, like, they didn't even have to be shit. there. There's somebody who knows their stuff. Pipes burst near the set, causing a massive flood. Jesus. That and alligators ripped people's faces off. <laughs> An alligator came out of the pipe. It's crazy. It not only killed three lions because law oh, enforcement, law enforcement, sheriff and local law enforcement were they were forced to kill the lions because they escaped due to this flood. It also caused three million dollars worth of damage to the set of the film. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about the damage to the set at this point. No, there's lives have been lost. (laughs) (laughs) This is the this is literally the luckiest production in Hollywood that not more people that that we didn't lose Melanie Griffith at 14 years old to a lion ripping her face off. Legitimately. (laughs) This is the this what you're talking about is the show within um, the movie, whatever the one that. Nope. This is nope, yes, but not. This is, this is, is nope not this is. That's so what was happening outside while the chimpanzee was going nuts. <laughs> so you talking about true crime before this and everything is very appropriate because, yeah, this film is nanners. It's nuts. Um, it Happy was not. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was yes. not. Re- it was not released into the theaters until Draft Why? House. Well, because. <laughs> Well, it was released in 2015, 34 years after its initial release. Oh gosh. Because Tim League, then owner of Alamo Drafthouse, bought the rights to the movie. <laughs> so Alamo Drafthouse owns this movie. That's so Speaking wild. of lucky folks, that dude. Um, <laughs> this movie has been declared a quote-unquote 
snuff version of the Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> Did you see uh, this on one of their secret things? No, I know this when they get when when Alamo Drafthouse actually did an actual release of this, I went to go see it in the theater. And the whole entire time I was clenched jawed with my fists up to my mouth going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. The entire time, knowing that every injury we were seeing in the movie was real. Just seeing what what, Cash put themselves through. Back up a sec. (laughs) Let's just let's take it back to one just real quick. What what is the movie? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Like what? Like, is it even plot driven in any yeah, way, shape, or form? It's not it's really just I, like, here's a girl and here's a lion. Oops, I mean, it is factor. Technically, a plot. Like, I mean, Noel Marshall plays this naturalist from America who has a nature preserve and is collecting big cats to study them. And he's invited his family to come visit to see what he's doing. But and he's trying to, you know, get a grant so that way he can keep doing his research. Um, however, when they arrive, one of the members uh, threatens to shoot the cats and it creates this wild havoc. And so he has to go off and try to prevent poaching from happening. So he's not there when the family arrives. And when the family arrives, they have absolutely no fucking <laughs> nice no fucking clue about the cats so they think they're being invaded by all these cats when no their hus- her husband their father is doing all this on purpose so they're fighting for their lives so until, is it a drama or comes, to me it's a suspense thriller okay okay to me it is but according to Tippy Hedren, she's like, no, it's supposed to be a dark comedy. Like, what's fucking hilarious about watching your family getting ripped apart by giant cats? And I cannot wait to hear all of your responses to how this fucking thing ends. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Because this ending is so out of left field that I'm like, what? Of course, I immediately bought it when it came out on Blu-ray. Because I, I was like, I need to own this fucking nanners of a film because I can't believe this thing exists. Um, and I can't believe somebody uploaded it onto YouTube. And I was going to actually do something else this month until I saw that this was on YouTube. And I went, oh, no, you two need to see this film. I don't right. even remember what movie I was originally going to do this month until I saw this. It left your brain entirely. Yes. So are you all ready to experience the snuff film from Africa? Starring Tippi Hedren and Melanie Griffith? I can't wait. I'm going to relive my time that I went to the Joe Exotic Zoo and (laughs) love it. (laughs) I say that because I went literally like a week out from when uh, that one person that was heavily featured in the first season got their arm unceremoniously removed by a tiger. So and thus Courtney's obsession with true crime drama was born. It was, it was actually dark comedy. Uh, yeah. It was. 
All right, gang, we will be right back after these two experience the trauma. Sure. That is roar. Woo! Traumatize me, daddy. No, no, don't. What? <laughs> you are not going to kill those cats. You can tell me what you're going to do, and you can tell me what the rest of this committee is going to do. But I'll be damned if you're going to tell me what I'm going to do. That's why you have to help me. He would get killed. I can go on any property to kill animals that I deem are a danger to human life. I'm telling you there'll be no culling of cats, elephants, or any animals ever again. What are you trying to prove? That you can have lions socializing with people? No, but we can't keep exterminating. We can't keep exterminating everything that we fear that inconveniences us. Let the zoos keep them alive. Hi there, fun seekers. Are you looking for cinema that is absolutely 100% independently made, but also extremely unique and outside of the box? Well, look no further than Troma Pictures and the Troma Now streaming service. Watch.troma.com is your home for everything from Lloyd Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.trauma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. Let's get freaky. I don't think recipe rehab is enough. Recipe oh, it needs yeah. to be. It needs to be more. It needs I to think be the inspectors and recipe rehab and which one of the animal ones do you guys want to do? Because there's I want to do up close animal autopsy. That's the <laughs> that's the one that's definitely should be in there. Uh, we could also do the Henry Ford's Innovation Nation, which I have actually seen. It is Mo Rocca, a journalist that I love. Yes. Um doing just the most boring shit you can possibly imagine. Um yeah. the level and this the is level, what they replace Saturday morning cartoons with. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Postal inspector. We do have Dr. Chris Colon Petvet. Is his name Dr. Chris Colon? Because I would watch that. <laughs> it's Chris pronounced Cologne. Cologne. <laughs> it's pronounced he's French. He's 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 Quebec. Oh I found it. Quebecian. I found it. Chicken soup for the souls, hidden heroes. Oh, by the way, chicken soup for the soul, um, media, the the company that makes those things, also produces, also also finances horror movies. So if you go on Tubi (laughs) and you start watching a horror movie, and most of these guys have like five 
title cards that come up at the beginning. Sure. One of them is there's a good chance one of them is going to be before you see a man eviscerated with like a meat cleaver, you're going to see chicken soup for the soul entertainment come up. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Weird, um, weird cover of I Will Follow You Into the Dark at the beginning of this movie we're talking about. Real yes, interesting. Um, also, um, so Tales, T-A-I-L, Tales of Valor is not an interesting sounding show, but I will say hosted by Kel Mitchell. Oh, that's so, what he was doing. That's what he was doing. Before Good Burger, part two, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. So I do want to. I am. I. You will have to. You will have to forcibly remove me from a theater if you don't want me to see Good Burger Two: Rise of the Machines, which oh, is what I'm it is. On a plane. I'm getting on a plane and we're going together to watch Good Burger it's Two: about, Rise of the Machines. It's about Cal and Saturday Night Live uh, fighting AI. So how it, could it not be good? It really is literally Keenan and Kel fight robots. Yeah. And I also mean, a, um, a white woman that I don't recognize. Do you Speaking recognize? Speaking of white women. Like, I don't know the white um, I, I got some bad news for you both. It's not going to the theaters. Oh, that's right. It's well, going to be a watch plane. party. Yeah, I'm getting You're, on a plane to Andy's house. And yeah, it's better that it way. Yeah, it's, it's going I to Paramount I have 75 plus. big cats in my house right now, so we <laughs> could watch. That's fine. Do you have any lockers or refrigerators that no, I can hide No, but my in? walls are made literally of balsa wood, so okay. we're good. Yeah, awesome. we're good. There's so no I, roof either, by the way. No roof. I, There's I a lot of barrels. Barrels. That's Lots of it. barrels of water. No roof. <laughs> I, I got a motorcycle say, in my living room with a with a just open to the to the African skies. Open air. They, you know what? I will say, and this is a wonderful transition, perfect transition into the film that we saw. Um, they I've been really trying to make transition it. into this goddamn film for the past five okay. minutes. Thank this you is what very we can do. Uh, speaking of movies, we watched one. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Did we? I just I just want to let you know that the way the two of you responded to this. Is exactly how I responded to it the first time I watched it. It is bananas. And and to answer, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Courtney or Andrew who made the message, who sent the message about how many script, person. how many script re- rewrites had to happen after the mauling and the set destruction happened. There was no script. This yeah, was no. a script. The animals movie. got writing credit. The yeah. fucking yeah. animals got. Deserve that's how much they said fuck it. Is the animals got writing credit for this? Truly. As much plot as what happened in this film, the animals deserve a writing credit because unless there were various random maulings, I don't think they would have had anything to talk about. By the end of the credits, how was everyone not dead? <laughs> everyone in this Especially film Especially Jan DeBont when he had to like undergo oh all the hours of surgery that he had. God, this poor... He this... literally almost had his face removed. Just from the top down. <laughs> I watch horror movies almost for a living at this point, it feels like. I'm at 312 out of 365 days right now. This was, I have never seen a look of abject fear on a cast's face. Like yeah, I saw they, were, they weren't acting. They were not no. acting at all. They were, in, they were in true, genuine, terrified. Courtney, Courtney yes. nailed it. You can tell when they were acting. 
they weren't acting. It's not that they're bad actors. This is Tippy Hedren we're talking about. Like, it's not bad acting. It's just you can tell when there's abject terror in someone's eyes when a man thinks I might lose my hand today. So before we get on with all of the 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 mauling and destruction that happened in this movie, did either one of you catch the reference to the birds? I did. Uh, My first note is. So Tippy Hedren was traumatized by Hitchcock, so I Hitchcock, so I get why her brain was broken, but why Noel Marshall? <laughs> I no no Noel Marshall. First of all, my first note after the credits is I love a white savior because that's <laughs> this movie oh, he's was total just, white savior. You mean band aid work? <laughs> the amount I, I keep going back. I can't. I'm sorry. The amount of actual human blood on these actors throughout the throughout this film, not stage blood. You can tell the difference. Well, not between... only on them, but on the lions and, and tigers as well. I mean, all of that that's on their fur. That's that one lion K- freaked me out. <laughs> that's not Cairo syrup. Yes. That's real human blood on their fur. I, mean, I guess some of it's probably zebra blood, but we can yeah. get to that later. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that in a little bit. Hey, by the way, just just right off the rip, right off the top, grip it and rip it. Fuck that ostrich. Yeah, you know the one. Yeah, you know the one. I do know the one. The one that was just standing there with a bunch of people while Waiting to board. Marshall just sort of bandaided a Kenyan while the Kenyan was like, "Oh, cool, thanks." Yeah, well, well, yeah, he was waiting. That ostrich was waiting. Do you think it flies, Coach? Did it have bags to check? There's just a fucking ostrich there <laughs> for no reason. There? <laughs> just Ma'am. there. Multiple, here? <laughs> multiple, like they, so he, Noel Marshall, there's a scene at the very beginning, this ostrich is there waiting on a plane. There is the scene <laughs> that is supposed to be days later. That ostrich is still there. <laughs> Freaking delays, man. Southwest is bullshit. Well, also, we're introduced. You book a, this is what happens yeah. when you book a flight on Frontier Airlines. I was going to say spirit really let themselves go. Um, can we go for another one? Who's got one? Um, let's see. Um, at the time, would, we could probably make a Pan Am joke. Was, <laughs> if we could have at the time. Uh, what he was doing is he was trying to get standby to L.A. Really thought he was going to make it in Hollywood. Um, but just couldn't go. get that standby on. The didn't have the legs. No, um, I, <laughs> I, I want to say we are introduced immediately to this. So I feel like it's a good time to mention it. I don't like lions having names like Jerry. <laughs> oh, see, I personally love a super regular human name for an animal, any animal. Just like there are how many? How many big cat? Does anybody know like a legitimate number for how many big cats are actually in this thing? It's more than 20 for sure. Yes. Um, yes. Hold on. I could get that number for you real quick. Hold on. Go research, man. Go. But I will say that Jerry should have gotten an Oscar. Two two hundred and thirty three no. large cats total. No, that Shut is too many cats. That is not okay. That is way too many cats. To control. So many cats. Why so many cats? That's too many cats to control. Regardless I'm back. of how was, good you are. If that was regular house cats, that's, that's too, too many. many cats. I have five cats inside of my house right now, and five cats that live outside. I fear for my life on a daily basis. 200, how many? 200, I can't even. 
233 no. large cats. No. Nope. That's so many Absolutely cats. Absolutely not. And one elephant. One mm-hmm. elephant that I'm pretty sure was in that gang. Do you remember that gang of elephants? Yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? In India, yeah. I think it was in India, there was a gang of elephants that just, like, got pissed and started wrecking shit. Yeah, that, that elephant wrecked the shit out of that boat. We The reason we're all over the place is because this movie has no <laughs> is all over the place. It's also all over the place. No, I really well, I will, think... I will say the scene I, the scene where Tippi Hedren is with the elephant and she does that re- – you could obviously tell the film went in reverse – climb up on the elephant the moment before she goes up on the elephant that look on her face that was the moment that her ankle snapped yeah so so so, yeah so that look that she has of oh my god was when she realized that the elephant just broke her fucking ankle can we talk I, not I how many that, hmm. I assumed that that scene was where she broke her ankle, but I thought it was in that fall that looked yes. like, oh, look how cute this stunt well, fall is. But that is not a stunt no, fall. It would have looked there, better. How many like outside of just animal maulings outside of the look on young Melanie Griffith's face when she wakes up and that lion is on top of her, which is just abject fear. Oh, what oh, about that, what gosh. about that scene where she's like being thrashed around like a rag doll? Yeah. <laughs> but how many the slow injuries one. The were slow there? one's the one that got me. The one where the, the lioness is just like, no, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> there is a scene in this movie where Tippi Hedren is in a barrel and she ah. rolls down a ramp <laughs> And that barrel is destroyed around her, and she is in there, and she is not okay. <laughs> She's not okay. None of these people are okay. These poor people. Over, well, there over seventy cast and crew members were injured in this film in various ways. So, how did they find people to do it? That's what I want well, to know. That's that's why Noel Marshall is in this in the first place because I did a little bit of research. The only reason he acted in this movie is they could not find anyone who would be close enough to the cats to be in the movie, and so he was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> We're going also, live." He Bill O'Reilly you know, when, it. When you when you have a dream like Shambhala, you're gonna do anything <laughs> you want to make a dream like Shambhala work. How 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 many? How many boats did Tiger sink in this? Four? Five? <laughs> and and those a car? actors were not told that that might happen. No. Because <laughs> they no. looked truly scared. Yeah, so, I, okay, for the audience, I'm trying to piece this together. And now, granted, I did not piece this together from watching it. I pieced it together from reading a New Yorker article, which everyone should also read. It was a really good article. Hang on. It was by Richard Brody in 2020. Um, I wrote it down because <laughs> it's a really good article. Apparently, they are poachers. Nobody really ever says that. These guys show yeah, up in boats they're and they're poachers. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, I'm we're a, Australian we'll and we're poachers. Do something about it. We hate your lions. And, and Noel Marshall said, just leave me alone. I'm trying to study cats in their natural habitat, which like, Footnote about no, that in a second. No, um, you're not. <laughs> big footnote about that in a second. Huge footnote. Big Solid footnote. size 16. Um, big yes, big footnote. Sasquatch note. Um, nope. And then his family is coming to visit, and they apparently do not know there are big cats. And they show up, and somehow they miss each other. I'm really unclear on exactly why they miss each other. Because because Noel had to go on his Mr. Bean 
adventures with his with his two sure jungle did. book tigers. With yeah. uh, with the jungle book tigers and what's his name? Mativo. Where he's playing white Poor Mativo was scared the entire movie. Yes. Oh, that uh, was not no. acting at all from him. No, he was not acting. Those he were was genuine like, reactions he was giving. He was, why are these white people fucking with lions? That's what he was doing. Why uh, the fuck are you white people bringing tigers into this country? That is my footnote. You are not studying big cats in their natural habitat. No. Tigers are not from Kenya. <laughs> That's right. Tigers are not from Africa. Like, they are you not. can't. They're famously an Asian animal. There was at least three mountain lions that I saw. Several mountain lions in this movie. <laughs> it's just not okay. Also, it's not okay that uh, Noel was saying the word wow as if uh, Christopher Walken was saying it as his lion noise when he would flap his arms and run around trying to keep lions from mauling his actual human family. I I truly believe that that was not acting, that he was running around and screaming at oh, the lions to try to scare them away from his friends. Yeah, his <laughs> so friends and family. They would not kill his friends. Yes. It, it, absolutely true. Also... <laughs> We get a note on that Pan Am flight over. Uh, no, it's on. I'm sorry, it's on the bus that we get the we get a really heartfelt moment between uh, Melanie and Tipper. Tippy, Tip, Tipper, Tipper, Tipper Gore was down. in this movie. Yes, yes. Tip, um, yeah, Tip, Tipper Gore getting mauled by the lions would have been we very get, interesting. We get a we get a we get a heartfelt moment between Melanie Griffith and the song Timber by Pitbull and Kesha. <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that their their marriage is on the rocks and that's why they did this which absolutely plays no part in this film it, whatsoever i no, this did was, not this remember was, that happened <laughs> this this was the tommy Wiseau's the room subplot that went to nowhere yeah and yeah. it didn't even go to nowhere it it literally died on that bus it, it did that, nothing Speaking of things that go nowhere uh when the family gets into the house to discover there are in fact 275 whatever big cats and no spouse slash dad there there is a photo of kennedy on the wall sure <laughs> why is there a photo of kennedy? this is 1981 when this movie was made he loves kennedy he that wanted to make that's his political kennedy. point about this movie in kenya way, in this house made out of balsa wood and sculpey clay which <laughs> is systematically destroyed by these cats there's a photograph here in my sod hut. I have this photo of JFK. Jesus. <laughs> 20 years after he died. The, the, the moment in this movie. So up to the moment when the family arrives, this movie is just what the fuck is going on. Like there are mm-hmm. more cats that you can, than you can keep track of. And Noel's running around yelling and waving his arms. We get a subplot. We get the lion King prequel subplot between <laughs> Bloodface. And uh, <laughs> yes. Simba, bloodface uh, and not bloodface, and otherwise those two tigers are absolutely identical. Yeah, we get that <laughs> subplot introduced. We get introduced to the fact that his family is coming, and the one re- reasonable character in the movie is like, we should probably go get them. Like, we should. Okay, well, no, because we're gonna have a boat meeting. But anyway, I digress. The boat they meeting. They do have a boat too. meeting, and yeah. the tigers get mad because the poachers are like, I don't care about killing animals. I'll kill every animal right now. Come at me, bro. And the tigers are like, no, thank you. But up to that point, the Benny Hill music could have played under any part of that, and it could've. would have been fine. 
right? Like, you would have been like, all right, I get it. So yakety sacks, there's lions fighting, there's tigers in the water, this guy's flapping his arms and running around and rolling around on the ground. Cool. The moment that the family arrives at, you know, whatever Dr. Moreau's secret love shack is out there. It's horrible nightmare on the water? Yeah, Question yeah. good. Good name. Good name. Put it on a plaque. It becomes an absolute fucking horror movie at that point. Because but the music the sh- doesn't know that. No. Well, and it's still being played for laughs. Like you're supposed to be, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be smiling and happy that every shot is a shot from above, and there's 17 cats in the rafters waiting to pounce on this family. Ha ha ha! <laughs> look at these precocious lions. They might rip Noel Marshall's hand off. Isn't that <laughs> funny? <laughs> He ha, has ha, ace bandages and he's desperately trying to cover the wound, but those lions won't and, let her go. And they look are at running at this little, point. Look at this cute little lion on the skateboard. Oh, that oh, is actually way, pretty rad, del- honestly. Yeah, I used to deliver luggage for the airport when it was lost, and that's pretty accurate to the experience of luggage just being left out somewhere, I think. Pulling um, out a football, chewing on it. But at the point when they're running through this house like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Leatherface is after them, close a door, every door leads to another door, just this labyrinthian nightmare. That it's they're my stress just... dream. This is my stress dream. <laughs> yeah, that is a horror movie. This is, is a horror movie. I close a door while running away from something. Sometimes it's an animal. Sometimes it's a murderer. Sometimes it's a zombie. They break through the balsa wood door and I go and I find another door and I close it. That just happens over and over until I can finally wake my brain up. But then they made a movie out of it. Yeah. Then they out, made of a all movie. Of the, out of all the places, though, that the family went to go and hide, the one that just broke my brain and made me go, you know what? I don't care how dire the straits are. Don't go fucking hiding in a 1950s refrigerator. There's a whole episode about Punky Brewster about yep. this exactly. It stars the guy from WKRP and he touches people in their no-no spots. Wait, that's a different episode. That's, that's a different, different stroke. <laughs> Sorry. Different, very special episode, but still yeah. Punky Brewster's friend almost dies. And we didn't do this so that your Noel Marshall's kid, whatever his name is, can go digging the eggs out and breaking like four of them in a panic to get away from lions. I'm just All saying. right. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, I guess. <laughs> this movie really got to you, didn't it? I'm ruined. I was already ruined. I'm super mad. See, and the thing is, is when Chris and I went to go see this in the theater, I'm clenched the entire time watching yes. this thing. Yeah. Chris, is, Chris, meanwhile, is like, oh, look at the big kitties. No. And I, I'm just like, Chris, they're going to kill them. But look at the big kitties. Chris, that is not fake blood on their goddamn... Look what they just did to Tippi Hedren. They turned her into a goddamn Donkey Kong barrel down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, they Niagara Falls her good. Yeah, I watched this movie facing perpendicular to the TV and looking over my left shoulder at it. <laughs> That's how uncomfortable I was watching. Of all the movies I think we have watched, this is the most uncomfortable. It's that pretty I've ever uncomfortable. Been. Um... Speaking of uncomfortable, um, for audience members who might not know this, I think we talk about it in part one. Uh, there is a flood partway through filming, and so there's like a ton of water mm-hmm. around. Yeah. <laughs> for kind of no reason. Just destroy, uh, destroyed a lot of the set also. Yeah, well, it really did. Um, what set? 
let's be real. Let's be the honest. New Yorker, the New Yorker article claims that it doubled the budget of the film. Uh, but yeah. I just am wondering if anybody got a count of how often a big cat or maybe Tippy Hedren herself biffed someone off the top of the house into the water. Because there's oh. at least four. Oh, the you mean the um, Smokey and the Bandit moments? Yes, all of um, the, the various Wilhelm scream esque moments of them going into the water, and they're supposed to be like, ha ha ha, they got all wet, and then remembering that Tippy Hedren did get a blood infection because of her many open wounds. Yes, she got Actually, fucking no, gangrene too. I think I think maybe both of them got some sort of like blood disease. <laughs> From well, she speaking got, of blood disease, gang- are we, what movie are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. She she did get fucking gangrene. I mean, yeah. She got she gangrene. Got, that's what it was. Yeah, she got gangrene in the same foot that the ankle broke in. So, yeah. Do you think this movie would have benefited from Yakety Sacks? I think it would have. I do. For sure. Yeah, I think I would have been less worried every time somebody said, ow. But only in the last scene when Bloodface was fighting Simba. That's the only yeah. time I would have liked to have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, when we get to when Mativo almost dies for the third or fourth time because the tiger <laughs> decides to close him in the trunk of a car. Yeah. I started to think I, they, they started to win me over almost. This is my fault. I'd. I'd watch a traveling anthology show like the Hulk, but with those tigers in Mativo, like BJ and the Bear, but but it's tigers. Mativo would go so far away from that show. (laughs) It would be, it would be ridiculous. Mativo would be like, no, I'm not. It'd be like such a twisted version of the gods must be crazy. Mativo is somewhere in a, um, in in a mental institution, like, uh, like um, Sarah, like uh, Sarah Connor at the beginning of uh, Terminator 2 right now. 100%. He has trauma and he hopefully has somebody very well qualified to handle that trauma because that man has been through some shit. Um, it's, it's literally just a Kenyan man trying to stay alive around all these white people. It who really is. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> It's li- that's literally it's him just trying to stay alive. And that- also briefly, that guy um, who played the world leader on the West Wing. I don't know if y'all watched the West Wing. But I saw I did, it and but- I, I became that meme of, of Leonardo DiCaprio staring at a at the TV and pointing at Wait, it. Wait, he was in this? Yeah, he was one of the guys with the poachers. Okay. Do you know which guy I'm talking about? He was the like, oh, there's a the huge like the... coup, and I've got to go back. And they were like, if you go back, they're gonna kill you. And he's like, I have to go back for my people. And they shot him. Yeah, on the I know who you're died. talking about now, because he was the guy that, that guy. was telling them not to kill the lions and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a Tony Award winner as well. Nice. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Uh, no. So weird. I've got to. So so I've got to ask. After all of the trauma that this movie puts you through. How did you how did you both respond to the fact that suddenly out of fucking nowhere it became a lifetime movie at the end? It really was just their home movies, wasn't it? Hmm. <laughs> all, 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 all of a sudden it became like a, a, a late 80s, early. No, it was like, no, not even a late 80s. It was just like an 80s 
made for Disney Channel family movie. All it of a sudden, really was. All that was missing was the fucking theme to Born Free. And they basically thinking, had that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was like everybody's talking at me would have played by like Harry Chapin, yes. and then yeah, they all it's get very it. Very much that. I, I do want to. We passed it now, but I do want to go back to Jerry the Lion just really quickly. Um, the only the the only award winning I would say I would say Oscar nominating uh, performance in this was there were because all the scenes were so non sequitous because there were no really were. there were no scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Legitimately, were, I, what I think happened here. Not to derail your thing. This will be fast, so you can get back to your point. I think they had a script and they started filming a scene and then an animal did something and then they just kind of went with it and they sort of they, forgot they were doing the scene. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even know if they forgot they were doing the scene. They're just like, we can't do that scene now because it's the lions because are the lions fighting. No. Yeah. Because the lions are fighting again. We can't continue to do this. Well, fuck it. Let's just um, film what we can and we'll cut it. We'll, we'll handle it and we'll handle it in post. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Boy, those um, lions did fight. Anyway, your point. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember the scene. There was a scene with Marshall and his buddy in a hallway with this one lion that was just laying in this hallway talking to him. Yes. It was. It made no sense. None. And, Mar- and Marshall <laughs> just kept trying to tell him to go out and hang out with the other lions. And he was like, no, I'm a lion. That scene. <laughs> yeah, that was the only exactly good scene in this entire film. That was it. That's all. That's, that's the only worthwhile scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Everything else in this movie was insane, um, but that one now, scene was worth it. I do have one practical question because 99% of the time the animals are doing absolutely whatever the hell they want to do. Does not oh, matter. Right. Except there is part of one scene where the poachers come through and, and they do quote unquote kill a couple of the lions. And right. they do like fall down a sand dune or you like you see one and a couple of them it's obvious they fell asleep and somebody came through and, and they they like put some zebra blood on them or whatever and then just sort of film them asleep um uh, but some of them did the falling in like quote unquote dying how they do that tranquilizers did they trank those lines i'm just curious i'm genuinely That's i'm curious. thinking I'm, I'm i'm thinking this is probably tranquilizers i mean what some of those cats are you telling me none of those cats were like animal actors from no, they they raised none, none of none of none of them were trained. They raised every single cat themselves over the course of ten years at this fucking Shambhala thing. <laughs> it's really insane. strange. That's why I'm like, what did you guys do to these cats? Did you just put a camera on them on this sand dune for long enough until one of them biffed it and just like, there, we got it. Fine. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it took weeks of just filming this stupid freaking I mean, sand they dune had the time. They filmed lions. it over 10 years or whatever. Just, I mean, yeah, it was a long time. And they could get the footage if they need it. This movie was fucking insane. <laughs> it was really weird. And the soundtrack yeah. is really, it's like half slightly problematic African drums. And then mm. half songs that I'm pretty sure Michael McDonald said no to. Listen, easy killer. If we don't, <laughs> we don't take the McDonald's name in vain in this house. See, so, see, some of the songs to me, I mean, it was like, like you said, problematic African drums. And then to me, the other half was like 
contemporary Christian children's music from the yeah. 1970s. A little bit, yes. Welcome to a copy land. You know, something like that. Well, I get the feeling that that was all handled after the fact, and it was done that way because so much mortal danger existed yeah. on this set. They were, where like, they were no. like, here's we the vibe of the movie. Yeah, we can't do suspenseful music because if, oh. because we can't let people know how much of a threat we were in the entire time. So we got to do this goofy ass shit because otherwise people are going to know that people almost like people are going to be too scared of this movie to think it's enjoyable yes. if we don't. No, is the, the, is entire, the feeling I got the vibe. And I think most of this came from post, but some of it came from the first act where Marshall was being killed by lions. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like the vibe was, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. It's so cute. It's so fine. Yeah, his his acting chops are, in, are are not great. They're insane. No, they're yeah, his, not. His, his acting is totally insane. Like, like his his line delivery while people are getting mauled because they are you can tell that, that this <laughs> isn't mauled. normal there, there there are people being mauled at the time which lines are being delivered in this film and he's just like oh hey buddy i can't give oh and you're like no no people are dying or close his weird like lenny and or squiggy tone of voice that he had it's really yes. strange this whole movie God damn it, Roy. Why would you do this? He was like Chris Christopherson playing an Adam Sandler character. It really was. I, uh, there was very... a moment in this film where I thought Chris Christopherson would have done a better job. I'll be honest. He might have. And honestly, he could have done those songs, too. They really could have saved a lot of money on that. They could have. Um, That's true. <laughs> so Brought their budget back down. Now, I will say one thing. Um, as uh, As I was watching this, uh, Dee Dee was wandering in and out. Oh God! And she really That's didn't. If she saw <laughs> any of the gore, she didn't register any of the gore or the mortal danger. Uh, I don't think she saw any of it. But what she did see, she really enjoyed. <laughs> sure. She was like, sure. "Whoa, lions! Yeah. So cool!" That's all she saw. All she saw was close-up shots of lions. Where's Richard Attenborough? <laughs> He's dead. 235 lions killed Richard Attenborough on the set of this movie. God damn, 200. No, That's way more than I thought. It's no. I thought I thought I was being silly by saying like 75. I was yeah. like there's no way. I think it's probably like 30. No. <laughs> no. 200. No wonder they killed one of the zebras. That's the thing we glazed right over. I oh, yeah. the, they kill the a zebra. Ze- the straight up zebra murder that obviously was not faked. That no, was real ass that. zebra murder. Oh they yeah, just, they kept it on the film they because they, they they said we want to show that you know this is what happens in nature. And I'm like, well, gee, know, thanks. Does this it is happen a movie. in that house? Does it have to be on the porch? Right, right, <laughs> right. Does it have to be in the foyer? Are you going to drag zebra flank? Here, allow us to to kill the zebra in the mezzanine. (laughs) The number of times I gasped in this movie, even though I I know they all lived. I know they all lived except for that zebra, and maybe that second poacher, he might not have made it out. He got looked real bad in that one. Yeah, yeah, there were some cover-ups, I think, in the creation of this movie, for sure. People died. 
I, that, you cannot tell me otherwise. I was struck by the poachers when you saw them later and they were all bandaged up. I was like, those are very, very clean bandages. Those are real bandages on those men. Yes. <laughs> if they were pretend bandages, they would have like fake blood stains or they'd be like yellowed or weathered or something to make it look like cooler. But no, those are pristine white yeah. bandages. They're, mm-hmm. You can tell the scene that Marshall gets hurt and his his hand is actually bandaged. It's after the first scene where you see his hand bandaged. Obviously, yes. they shot that out of order. But the scene where he's running off tiger or lions by the water, he gets fucked up. He and does. When he puts the tree in front of him. Ooh, yeah. that was one of the times I gasped. He's like literally running away from a lion and puts a tree between him and the lion. And the lion's like, that tree's going to do nothing, dude. Yeah. And then does it. And then his hand is freely bleeding. Yeah. Just running. And I'm like, holy shit. Jesus, horrifying snuff film it snuff. is people die well, yeah. you cannot you they, cannot they, convince me people didn't die on the set i'm they, sorry they jokingly called this movie a natured snuff film they did yeah i mean it is there is no <laughs> way everyone survived no people died roy on the movie <laughs> you showed us there are people there are dead people in africa right now buried in unmarked okay. graves so yes, that shallow fucking, ones so that this movie could get released. They got full of. Carol Baskin. They probably didn't even get buried. They probably just got fed. Yeah, they're they're dead people. There are dead people in this film. 100%. All for the, all for the grace and glory of Shambhala. Yep. Uh, just so you Did can they, be like, oh, isn't that cute? Melanie Griffith we, sleeps in bed with a lion. Did we know? Did we, do we know if the destruction of the house in the way that it was destroyed mm-hmm. was scripted no it was like a dolomite film it was just pulling apart at the scene it yeah really no was. None, of, none of that was scripted absolutely none of it so like this is their house though right like they lived there. oh they re- oh they rebuilt after the, they they rebuilt i mean shambhala is now an actual wildlife preserve but yeah, they they rebuilt it after was it before <laughs> because they sold it as one. Yeah, I mean if 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 you ever saw the uh, there's a very famous photo online of Tippy Hedren talking on the phone and a lion jumping through the window. Mm-hmm. That was filmed on the set of this movie. I don't like any of this. I don't like it at all. <laughs> the picture None of this I is saw. Okay. It's the picture I saw is Melanie Griffith like having a nap or whatever. And there was a lion cuddling with her and it was definitely the same house. Mm-hmm. Or, the, uh, or the, or the picture where she's doing dishes and she's trying to dry a plate and the lines jumping over her head. Yeah. This was <sighs> all. Yeah. This is all the same house, same set, same time, same everything. Yeah. And they're you just were- like, Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> what, <laughs> right. Oh, Dolores. You have no choice, but to marry Kurt Russell after this. That's that's the yes. natural progression of things. If I, this is your childhood, you have to. You have no choice. Whatever happened to those guys? Do we know anything about the sons? John no, and Gary, I think, were their names. Not really. I they think, became I mean, fucking Prussians. They became mercenaries for hire after <laughs> <yeah>. this. Mercenaries <laughs> because they're traumatized. Jesus. Well, that's what I was like. Is it? Did he, one of them become a producer or something like that? Not because really. their brains I mean, are broken, really. so they have to live in Hollywood now. Uh, no, I mean, we really haven't heard anything from, you know... The, They're the, dead. The, 
from the cast. <laughs> I mean, they died. He shot that motorcycle <laughs> off the roof and into the water and never came out again. They're all dead, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm laughing at it, but oh my god. What a nightmare movie. This is horrifying. And 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 there's actually a very famous quote about the making of this movie from Tippy Hedren that's from Parade magazine. And that oh, quote is Parade. <laughs> that the quote is it was an amazing thing to see. The lions were sitting in the windows, they were going in and out the doors, they were sitting on the verandas, they were on top of the Portuguese house, and they were in front of the house. It was such a unique, thrilling thing to see, and we thought, for a movie, let's just use these great cats as our stars. How bad did Hitchcock destroy her mind? No, really. (laughs) Between the birds and the sexual abuse and the gaslighting, like, she's donezo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love having big cats maul us. It's I love so sleeping fun. in a giant room with these giant cats. Maybe, God. just maybe, she was using amazed in a different way. The same way that you and I would say we were amazed by this movie. Right. <laughs> not in a positive way. Not in a, wow, that's so cool. And an I'm amazed this did not get scrapped for their own safety. See, I've got Tippi Hedren's memoir, but I wanted to find the book that she wrote in 1985 called The Cats of Shambhala. I want to read that now, too. Yeah, because it's about the making of this movie. And so I'm like, I want to read everything about this. There's definitely a cipher in there that talks about the people that were killed. Like, (laughs) yeah, you have to figure out that you need Ben Franklin's bifocals, but when you have them. You're going to find out 17 people are buried at the bottom of that swamp. You got to get those those color things that you lay over the words and there's some hidden words in there. And it's the names of everyone who died. The 3000 people who died making this movie. Coordinates of the lion gold. (laughs) (laughs) Lion's gold. Now, Shambhala itself, it's it's no longer in Africa. It's no longer an African preserve. the, The Shambhala preserve is actually now in Acton, California. Oh, okay. Uh, does a community about 10 miles away from Palmdale. Yeah. So, um, so those murder had... lions are like pretty close now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I were going to keep it there were... on top of the mass grave. So good for them for moving it, I guess. She, she has yeah, about 60 to 70 animals now on Shambhala. And you can actually plan a visit to visit Shambhala, if you want to. They should make a um, second movie. They should I, make a sequel. I both desperately want to go to Shambhala and also never, ever, ever want to go to Shambhala. <laughs> Shambhala, according to the according according to the website, Shambhala is an elegant ancient Sanskrit word that means a meeting place of peace and harmony for all beings, animal and human. Hey, also a song by was- Three Dog Night. Yes. This is an African preserve, right? I mean, it's in California now, but it was African at the time. Mm-hmm. Sanskrit, famously not an African language. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's white, white savior came white and savior killed a... 17 men 
and buried them in the bottom of a swamp and they couldn't be there anymore. So they and packed they up their balsa out. wood house and went to L.A. Because the last thing they need is lion's poltergeist. That's right. They need the, the ghost of that fucking zebra, like a Victorian child holding a lantern <laughs> walking around that house. Plus, also, mm-hmm. I'd like to note that if you do want to attend one of the Shambhala safaris, you have to be at least 18. Okay. Which tells me that you must go, like, right into the exhibit. Yeah. Here, it's go also, ahead. Pet, pet the tiger. It's okay. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, I don't know what I was going to say. This movie is so <laughs> fucked up. We're ruined. We're all ruined. No, I feel like, okay, I think I figured out what this movie conjures, the same feelings inside me. So, we are all cat owners. You know, sometimes your cat gets like a lizard and you don't see that they've got the lizard until they're like halfway through the lizard. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that, but more because the cats are bigger and the lizards are also bigger well, <laughs> because they're humans. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not lizards, they're humans. They're humans. Um, I just, I got that flash again of that one shot of Melanie Griffith in the lioness that's just like, she knows she has her and she's like, I'll take my time killing you. And Tippy Hedren's like slapping it on the butt and is yelling like, get off her, get off her. There's absolutely not scripted. There's no way it's scripted. I'm pretty sure that's the moment where she nearly lost her eye. Um, For sure. For sure. Melanie Griffith in that scene was horrifying. That lion is laying on top of her, will not let her go. She is genuinely horrified. Her mouth is like on her entire shoulder, just like. Yeah. It's oh, fuck this movie. So scary! It's <laughs> truly so scary so for those would you, people. Would, would, would you recommend this movie? I don't to know. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so, so. Don't watch the movie. <laughs> Do read the New Yorker article written by Richard Brody in 2020. If you read the if you if you don't watch the movie and you read the article and then you're like, I want to see what this is, go watch it, I guess. I guess. I do. I I thought about what I was going to say earlier when I just kept thinking about the look on Melody Griffith's face and couldn't come up with words was they should do a sequel in Shambhala now. Just Johnny Knoxville. Just Johnny Knoxville. That's actually not bad. Yeah. In in Johnny Knoxville. In the park, actually better than Johnny Knoxville because I don't want to see Johnny get hurt. The Paul brothers, yeah, that's better. That's better because nobody will be sad. No, Uh, and their dad can come too. Their dad sucks. Yeah, all the Pauls can just get dropped in there. That's what I want. Get them in there. Let them do their whatever it is that they do. Uh, (laughs) I don't care. I don't care anymore. This movie ruined me. I don't know. More than any other movie I think we've done, Roy. I think this is the one. I I did not anticipate. Like you told us, you told us last month, this is the movie we're going to be doing. This is what it's about. And we were like, whoa, sick. That's crazy. And then I sat down to watch it and I was like, oh, these people are dying. And I did not internalize that until i was already in it the fight or flight responses this movie triggered in me yes (laughs) just 
every time I saw a Band-Aid and I had to think that's not for the, yeah, that's, that's not, not that dressing. That's, that's not, not a costume. That's there's no continuity that would imply that that is a thing for the movie. Someone got their face ripped off. <laughs> well, every I, I, time I, somebody I, said, ow, every time someone shouted, I was, these aren't reactions for the camera. These are their brains yeah. expressing their fear. I do own the movie on Blu-ray, so if you guys ever want to watch it again, I mean, be more yeah, than happy. Probably it good. That's what's gonna solve it for me is if it was in higher definition, if I could yeah. see it better. Yeah, I want to <laughs> be able to really make it out. Not really a, not a shitty YouTube video. I want it. I want it in 4K. I want yes. Dolby Atmos. I, I want to really fuck OLED. myself. Imagine up, baby. seeing this fucker on the big screen. No. I won't imagine no. it. I no, refuse. You're coming to my house, Roy, and we're watching it on Blu-ray, and I'm going to see the whites of Melanie Griffith's eyes as she's <laughs> so sure she's going to die from that lion. You're going to see those all that boat meeting people literally horrified for their, like scared for their lives. I, I will wake up tonight in the middle of the night seeing the second poacher with the blood. He got hit like right where his forehead meets yep. his hairline and it's just the worst pouring place to down blade. his face and you yep. see him come out of the water and he's legitimately panicked yeah and that's not you come out of the water with that kind of blood that's not schwarzenegger stri- set no. dressing commando blood that is his his forehead was freely bleeding like he got he caught a claw is it what happened harrowing god damn it right well, you'll be happy to know. I look at my cats differently now. <laughs> I haven't talked to my cat all day. You, you I laid in it. I laid in bed and watched this with my cat, Noah, watching the movie with me. And I was I just like, don't don't think don't look at this too hard. Fuck. Those aren't you. <laughs> Those are you, not you. You will be happy to know. I won't be happy to know anything right now. No. <laughs> That for the month of December, we're doing a palate cleanser. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> Especially after Roar. So wait, is it going to be that Pinocchio movie you and Starman no. made me watch that one? No, time? no Jesus no, Christ, no, that was no, what no. was that? That Canadian the, the, Pinocchio movie. The Pinoc- Fuck that too. Oh no. So for the <laughs> month of December, for the month of December, we're only doing one movie. And all three of us are going to watch this movie. It's 45 hours long, and it's Elias <laughs> just running at the screen over and over again. But before I get to the details about the movie, we're also going to be doing a video episode. Oh, yay! Uh, we have uh, decided to buy each other quote-unquote gifts from, <laughs> from Timu. Um, and, uh, you know, Timu now has all of our information. So China now yes. has our information for the low, low price of all of my data. Yes. They and had it already. So yeah, we'll take it if they want it. So we're going to be having a gift exchange video where we're going to find out what little trinkets we got each other from Timu. Yeah. I cannot or- wait. <laughs> <laughs> is that it is that all you got that's it no i'm just staring right now uh andy's package for me has already arrived and i'm just staring at the package just wondering what how little horrors are within how big is it oh well you know how it's... timu is with their packaging i mean it's just like let's let's there's no symmetry whatsoever and let's use no. a 
a shit ton of tape. Well, this is what it sounds like. There are uh, like six <laughs> things in there. I don't know how. It's, um, if it's, I don't know how they got it in your mailbox. Um, painfully. That's why I, I hope there's nothing breakable in there because I, I had to do work to get it out of the mailbox. There's I, only hey, one thing in there that might be breakable. It should be fine. Uh, the package is a, it's a bag that is based on the other things near it right now, approximately the size of if you put four Funko Pop boxes right next to each other, like two okay. by two. All right. See, the thing I mean, is, I when guess. I get stuff from Timu, they don't even bother putting it in the mailbox. They just throw it on our porch. Oh, yeah. mine's the opposite. My mail carrier would rather die by lion mauling than get out of the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she will elbow I think she's got a wonder bar in there that she just uh, uh, shit into the mailbox like she's putting down carpet yes just, <laughs> really doing the work just really getting in there just break my shit <laughs> alright let's let's let's. are you going to tell us what we're watching in December yeah, yes we, we are yes so as, as I stated the movie we're watching is rated G I can't wait to watch it with Dot and Dot, actually, this is friendly for Dot to watch also. Um, this movie is from 1977 and has, has been literally become a lost film. And it's a shame that it became a lost film because of the person who is behind it. Uh, Academy Award winning and Emmy Award winning animator Richard Williams. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say Zapruder. No. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know the name Richard Williams, this is the man who gave us the animation in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. Uh, the animated uh, segments for the Return of the Pink Panther and the Pink Panther Strikes Again. Um, also uh, won an Emmy Award for a Ziggy Christmas special and an Oscar for a 30-minute adaptation of A Christmas Carol. And also got pretty much shafted by Miramax. Uh, for his uh, film The Thief and the Cobbler, which never got completed the way he wanted it to and was released as a half-assed film called Arabian Nights. Mm. And uh, historians are slowly trying to put The Thief and the Cobbler together. However, there was one film that he did in the 70s that just absolutely disappeared uh, because it never made the jump from VHS to DVD or anything like that. Um, and it was released for 20th Century Fox, and so now that Disney owns 20th Century Fox, you know, there's absolutely no way in hell this movie is ever going to get a true release. No, no. good movies don't even get released anymore. So someone found a 35-millimeter reel of this movie and restored it as best as they could and put it available for free on YouTube. So it's on YouTube while supplies last in case something happens. And it's not on YouTube by the time we do this episode. I did download the movie so I could send it to you guys. So we could watch All right. It. Uh, the film also went on in 1981 uh, to become adapted on stage. And then in 1986, also adapted into a Broadway musical, both flopped. Huh. So we're going to be watching the 1977 animated film Raggedy Ann and Andy a musical adventure. Oh I, boy. I think I was obsessed as a child with as Raggedy an Ann and Andy. Yeah, I was I was obsessed. I think I've seen this. 
I mean, I oh, haven't seen man. it since probably 1982 when I was like four I, or five years old, but I think I've seen this. I cannot wait for the core memories to unlock as you watch this, just to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's going to share a brain with this fucking Roar movie, and I don't know what that's going to do. <laughs> that should be interesting, and I will let y'all know that... Um, while Roy was describing this film, uh, Rita has entered the room, and I am terrified for my yeah. life. Rita's don't my look, cat, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, don't You're look that cat in the eye. Don't you You're fucking beautiful. do it. You're the best. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> You're so big for a cat your age. You're nine months old. <laughs> You're so big. You're going to take my face off. You like could if she wanted to. She's absolutely oh. going to be a 25-pound cat. This is um, not a good movie for me to watch while I'm raising a baby like this. Uh, <laughs> oh, and by the way, I, 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 I do own the soundtrack to Aurora on vinyl. Oh, right. I That's joked right. in the chat that this is the movie that made me want to buy a record player and only have Roar. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> only record. No others. Can I put some music on, you guys? <laughs> just the roar soundtrack just 25 copies of roar mm-hmm. pick whatever you want out of the box <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the um what the fucking god damn it why can't i think of the name oh, i just no, lost the joke what's the name of the mexican beer soul me... no no the the shitty one Tecate. No, the the popular, the one that we'll get up here, the shitty one. Oh, Corona. Oh, Corona. Thank you. This is the this is the Fast and the Furious Corona of your record. You can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> as long as it's a Roar, you can listen to whatever you want in my house. As long as it's those three songs, the song from the beginning, the song that he sings word like tunelessly by himself on a motorcycle, and the song at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. All right, let's go. Let's go now. I need to. I need to really. <laughs> I need to go get mauled by my cat. I uh, literally just keep... finished watching this movie. You you watched it yesterday. Uh, I watched it earlier today. I watched it okay. about noon. I watched it before Roy and I started recording, so I am in a place right now. I'm in an emotional vacuum that needs to be healed. This is this is two episodes in a row. Am I right that you were like, I finished this movie. We have to talk about it right now. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It cannot yeah. wait a day. Last time it helped. This time it did not. I I feel worse having talked about it. The yes. opposite of therapy. <laughs> because in the talking about it, we realized that people died and they covered it up. I think There's, that's... <laughs> they just moved the graves. They didn't move the bodies. That's, that's right. That's right. Ow! Oh, that was my cat mauling me. See? <laughs> It was a tiny mauling. I may yet live. <laughs> With, uh, two claws on my foot, but. <laughs> just don't start acting like Melanie Griffith around it. Just imagine if she was a lion, okay? <laughs> Going through it. All right, gang. Thank you very much. Have a happy Thanksgiving, by the way, everybody. Um, sure. Just happy yes. Thanksgiving. I hope your like table this. is full of zebra. <laughs> Better help. <laughs> um. 
go get on him's or hers, whatever you need. Order you up some some okay. drugs to make it feel better. All the <laughs> drugs, please. Saw roar. With yeah, there's a button on 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 him that you can hit. It says you watch roar. Yes. <laughs> they will send you a cocktail if you watch it's horrifying roar. i need something freebase it if you can it would be better <laughs> do whatever you need whatever you need to do <laughs> the Hi, number gang. of times i saw my spouse i looked at my spouse and i said did you see that and he just like made this face that told me yes he did <laughs> mental health care is health care it is talk to someone mental health care is just as important as the health care you need so that you don't get blood poisoning from your many open wounds in kenya yes it is <laughs> open enrollment right now for at the, at the marketplace get it figured out it's at the end of the year you need to get your shit figured out now please get it you never know when you're going to be in a roar please get it figured out you do not want to get gangrene because you fell off of an elephant and broke your ankle no you never know when a barrel Mm-hmm. That's the whole sentence. You never know when a barrel. You never know when a barrel. Hey, what was their logic in hiding in the barrels? Did they think the lions wouldn't smell them? Or... It was the slapstick that was, it, in fact, horrifying. It was fully Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And I don't yeah. understand because they were yeah. in real danger. This movie should have had David Tennant in it, but I don't want to say that because he probably would have got mauled by a lion and died. I would never wish that David Tennant got mauled by a lion. Um, he, he's no. an international treasure. He is. All right, I got to go. We, <laughs> I'm in a dark place. here muttering about lions if we don't. <laughs> oh, no. God damn it, Roy. That. God damn it, Roy. <laughs> a photograph. Oh my god, his hand! You got a picture yeah. of his hand freshly mauled. Yeah, that literally. Face, that He's face in pain. There. He's in pain. He knew he was gonna die. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad this although, is an audio medium so nobody else has to see those pictures. Although oh. I do want to say that that photo I sent you of the three of them around uh, the guy inside the barrel, mm-hmm. uh, that's Brazzers. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That's this movie was Big Cat Bukake, so it makes sense. <laughs> they just All kept right. coming. Un- unident- that's the, the the worst part about this movie is you the the cats kept coming and you couldn't identify them, so you didn't know how many there were. If they were the yes. same cat or different cats, they just kept showing up. Like there's no way there's this many cats. There is. The okay. O- I, we, yeah. The only way you could tell the difference between any of the lions is that they kept putting blood all over one of them. Yeah, blood face. It was Bloodface. Toka and Razor from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was awful. It was a nightmare. Yeah. All right, gang. I I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) We will see you in December when we uh, discuss the Raggedy Ann and Andy animated movie. No, really. Uh, (laughs) 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 And you are different. I'm going to talk to you later. Bye. I hope you make it. See the shadow of the eagle in the sunrise. Hear the music of the children in the moonrise. Feel the power of the lion when he roars like thunder.
Bye. 